Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Tuesday here in the AnswerSanDiego.com studios, and we are partying tonight, baby. We are partying like it's 2031. Who remembers that song from Prince or the artist formerly known as Prince? Um, there's a reason why we got a party like it's 2031. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show. 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in. Got a question for you guys out there. Do you think that the Make, Make America Great Ahead MAGA hats, do you think that they're so inflammatory at this point that people should stop wearing them because they're stifling dialogue between Republicans and conservatives and the Democrats who might actually agree with us on certain policies? So we got to talk about that. I would love to hear from you and your thoughts on that. 888-344-1170. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Today's the anniversary of Roe v. Wade. So we're going to talk about that and how the left celebrated Roe v. Wade today, which is even more disgusting than you can probably imagine. And as I get to thinking about what's happened here, you know, I, I don't I don't think I was the first person to say that what happened to these teenage kids, these coming teen kids, is that they were Kavanaugh, that they were falsely accused, smeared, attempts to personally and, and destroy them and their lives. And this but this isn't the first time. Like, yeah, they were Kavanaugh, but we got to think about what I got Wendy Patrick, who's a legal analyst coming on the show in a little bit uh, to answer the question. Where do we go? I don't think our laws at this point are set up. We know that our laws are behind the times when it comes to Internet uh, uh, criminal activity in many ways. And one area that I think that they're really they're really lacking on is what we, we are at a place in society to where the social media in com- combination with with the media mobs are destroying American lives with no repercussions whatsoever. Now, it's one thing to say that there can't be repercussions for something that was done to Kavanaugh because he was a political figure. He was a nominee for the Supreme Court. It's very difficult to uh, make, you know, at all, let alone winning defamation or libel claims. But we're talking about the lives of innocent Americans. And what's really been – but this mob thing that's been going on is not new with Kavanaugh. You've got to look at what's been happening with these mobs for a long time now. And actually, it's even before Obama. I started thinking today about mobs because the reality with these mobs and what the goal is, it's not just to personally and professionally destroy somebody. It's also about striking fear in the hearts of others. It's about silencing people through showing what's going to happen to you if you dare to speak up. 
That's terrorism. How is that any different than somebody flying a plane into the Twin Towers to send a message to America that we want you fearful? We want to destroy you. We're going we're gonna to cause you great pain unless you submit to our ideology. There are many forms of terrorism, and I consider what's happening with the mobs and the mob rule in this country to be very similar, to be just another form of terrorism. You look back at what happened with even the L.A. riots, the mobs that happened in, in L.A. after Rodney King. Or look at, uh, and I can't even remember now how many happened. That was the, that was the mid-'90s. I think, I think in the '60s there were L.A. riots uh, back in Compton in, in southeast or South Central L.A. But fast forward to Obama. I mean, clearly under the Obama era, Trayvon Martin, mobs, they were not going to charge George Zimmerman. Remember the white Hispanic? What did the media do there? They altered audio tapes in order to make him look more guilty. Very similar thing that happened to these kids, the Covington kids, happened to George Zimmerman. Now, let me tell you, I think George Zimmerman was a complete buffoon. But as the evidence showed, he didn't commit murder. And he was not going to be charged with murder. I think he was guilty of, of, of nothing less, nothing else but being negligent or being stupid, but he didn't actually commit murder. And he wasn't going to be charged with murder until President Obama said, if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon, whipping a mob into a frenzy, who then marched onto the steps of the DA's office, and under pressure of a mob, a man was charged with murder. We had mobs then. We had the same president and the Department of Justice fomenting mob violence in Ferguson by propagating a lie against the police department in that case. Hands up, don't shoot. They knew it was a lie. And to continue to foster that mob mentality, whipping people up into a frenzy, they actually, the Obama administration actually sent a delegation to Michael Brown's funeral, not one to Margaret Thatcher's funeral. Then you had the Baltimore riots. What did we have? Over what? False accusations against a, a police department over a guy who harmed himself in the back of a van. And in that case, the mayor of Baltimore actually said that the mobs destroying businesses, many of which were Asian-owned, they needed to be given a safe space. Then we had Black Lives Matter mobs everywhere. Chanting pigs in a blanket, frying like bacon, resulting in six police officers in Dallas being gunned down. Two, I think, or three in Baton Rouge. Two at, at point-blank range in New York City. From mobs. You look at this women's march with these anti-Semites and Linda Sarsour. Tamika Mowry, I think it was, was interviewed by Margaret Hoover saying that Jews were white supremacists. That women's march, you look at them, they're mobs. It's a mob mentality. Destroying lives. And what we, we there must be, I posed the question out there today, on, I did a poll question on Twitter. Should Nathan Phillips be charged with hate crimes? Because this was a man who made false accusations of hate crimes. It was like a hate crimes hoax. It was false. These white young kids did not attack him for being an, an American Indian. It was all lies. Should he be charged with a hate crime? And one of my friends said, no, that's just going to give him attention, and he's enjoying this right now. We, we can't be thinking about whether or not somebody's going to enjoy getting the attention. Who enjoys, by the way, uh, being, being on the receiving end of a criminal uh, a charge for you know, a hate crime, having to defend yourself against a hate crime? But we've got, to, we've got to put pressure on our legislators, some way to start holding people responsible for when, when social media mobs – in combination with the mainstream media, because it's all basically one and the same, 
are destroying American lives. And we conservatives, we need to start figuring out how we're going to band together as a mob and stop this. Instead, what we got is, when I went, when I went live on the show, I looked up and I see that, that Guy Benson, one of the original Never Trumpers from National Review, was one of the people in the media that immediately rushed, oh, these kids, and, and shamed these kids and said they weren't helping their cause. You know why that rush to judgment was, because he hates Trump too. So, of course, any teenage kid wearing a MAGA hat's got to be a piece of, you know, worthless, you know, uh, teenage baggage, right? Shame on Guy Benson. We're going to talk to Wendy Patrick in a few minutes. She's going to, we're going to talk about the potential for lawsuits here. There's actually an attorney in L.A. who says he's going after anybody in the media that libeled and defamed these kids. I don't usually take calls in the opening segment, but because I've got Wendy Wait, uh, who's going to be on in the next segment, I'm going to go to the phones right now. I guess Chuck from Long Island is on the phone. Hey, Chuck, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea, it's Chet. Oh, hey, Chet. What's up, my bud? Listen, I just wanted to point out something that um, the New York Daily News started to spread today. And it was a picture of the same kids from Covington High School. And they were at a pep rally. And they, they call it a blackout. And a lot of these high schools do these events where they paint themselves in their school colors. Well, their school colors happen to be black and white. And these kids put face paint on, and they painted their arms and their necks, and they wore black shirts and black pants. And guess what the media tried to spin it as? Oh, no, that they were a bunch of out doing an Al Jolson blackface? Yes, correct. Uh. <laughs> now, they got immediately called out, and they, and they kind of went back on the story. But... You see, what, 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 what you see going on here is after they get exposed, they immediately went and tried to dig something else up oh, on sure. these kids. And you, and you know where they got the – and they cropped the picture. You know where they got the picture from? It came out that they got the picture from the high school's personal website. Mm. Now, why would the high school, where these kids go, put up a picture of them uh, doing uh, racist blackface uh, intentionally? Why would they do that? They wouldn't. It's, this is insane. It reminds me of Kirsten Powers, who evidently was on CNN, uh, who had said that, uh, that you know, in, in, a, in a shift, because what they're doing, they were wrong about what they, what they accused these kids of with Nathan Phillips. And so now they've got to make it be about other stuff, as you pointed out. She said that she could see a hand gesture towards one of the other uh, black kids from Covington calling him the N-word. I really hope, we're going to talk to Wendy Patrick in this, I really hope that she is among the rest that end up getting sued and have to face some kind of repercussion for that kind of defamation. These are children. Chet, that school had to be shut down today because of, quote, security threats, meaning Democrats. They had to, they had to protect these kids from Democrats that were willing to physically harm these kids. Thanks for calling. Got to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Wendy Patrick. We have got to demand repercussions that people face actual repercussions in some way or another, whether it's criminal charges or whether some type of of fine or something in the media, that they have to pay some kind of price when they are lying and smearing and defaming people for their political agenda. We'll be back. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are bad. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are two Tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. She had been needing more and more support in her home as the years went by. Lana needed a place for mom. We were working with nurses and social workers, and they recommended that we make this choice. I had a friend that was looking for a place for her mother. She had recommended Sun Garden Terrace. Lana visited Sun Garden Terrace, a charming assisted living and memory care community located in beautiful Lemon Grove. I think it was the friendliness and the people, but I also think it was the place itself. It's very comfortable to come in and I look forward to just spending good times with her here. I think it's a really reasonable price. Most places are more expensive. And I like that there's little private places to just kind of relax and spend time together. It feels like home. And the food? My mom loves the food. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Schedule a private tour and delicious lunch. Click sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. The number one fear of people 55 and over is the fear of outliving their money. Let's face it, nobody wants to wake up one day to find they have no more money but a lot more life yet to live. So how can you set yourself up for the retirement you want? Dennis Prager here. I recommend you call W.L. Roth & Associates. They have focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to earn and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you the upside of returns. Let's face it, setting yourself up for retirement can be stressful and confusing Do not do it 
alone. Schedule a complimentary consultation with W.L. Roth and Associates. Find out what it will take to set yourself up for an enriching retirement. Call 858-673-7574, 858-673-7574. Go to WLRothAssociates.com. W.L. Roth and Associates, your partner for success, 858-673-7574. Specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement without risk. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in. And I've got a question for you guys. As uh, Chet just said before the break, when it was proven that it was incorrect, that it was not the Covington kids who actually started any altercation. They did not chant nasty language or slurs at anybody, including Nathan Phillips. They were actually the recipients of that. The leftists had to work overtime in trying to justify their attacks on these kids, everything from the blackout to also then there's been a shift about the hats. Last night I talked on the show about a congressman who said, it's time, we got, we got to make sure, we got to put a moratorium, we got to crack down and not allow any teenager to wear a MAGA hat. I actually even saw a conservative, quote, a conservative wrote an article today saying that, you know, when we have any of these rallies, particularly for pro-life, you, there can't be any partisan wear. Because if, you, if you've got anything on like a MAGA hat, you're just not going to be able to, to have dialogue. Basically, that you can't have peace with Democrats because Democrats can't see you in a MAGA hat. Well, let me tell you, because that's ridiculous to me. Conservatives, that is the equivalent of blaming a rape victim for the size for the how short her skirt is if you've got democrats and republicans at a pro march rally because they supposedly share that same concern for life there's something wrong with a democrat that's going to suddenly not care about children being killed in the womb because they oh my gosh because they're seeing somebody in maga hat but i've actually had some conservatives saying there may be some point here if you want to call in and try to convince me that the fabric on these kids head was a problem or something written on the fabric was the problem, then by all means, call in and share that point of view with me. 888-344-1170. My next guest is Wendy Patrick. She's been on the show many times. She's a a legal analyst and prosecutor, and I'm hoping that she's going to uh, tell me that there is a way for some of these people to be prosecuted because we have an out-of-control mob problem in this country seeking to personally and professionally destroy people uh, professionals, as well as to personally destroy teenagers now if uh, they are, share a conservative viewpoint. Hi, Wendy. Welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure, Andrea. Okay, so um, there is a lawyer out of L.A. His name is Robert Barnes, and he's put a lot of different people, and very specifically on notice, uh, individual media outlets, as well as reporters themselves, and uh, that he's putting them on notice that they are subject to libel. And he's actually responding to specific tweets and saying, okay, that's libelous of what you just said there. Um, you're backing off now saying that the story is was complex, more complex than you originally realized, is not enough to protect some of these reporters from libel suits. Um, how likely, though, is it that any lawyer for these kids is going to get justice? Yeah, Andrew, you, you, this is such a great point. I'm glad you're you're talking about it on your show, and we've been talking about it all weekend. And the reason we're talking about it 
is this is emblematic of so many other incidents that have taken place across this country. I love your statement, partisan wear. Do you think any of this would happen if those kids were wearing Padre hats <laughs> or if they were if they were wearing Nike caps or whatever it is, choose your, your issue of the day? This rush to judgment had more to do with what they were wearing than their presence or anything else. And, you know, it reminds me of the old saying, a picture is worth a thousand words, but a video is priceless. Mm-hmm. This is not true when you show a small snippet of a video. You talk about court cases. That would never fly. We have something called the rule of completeness. You cannot just introduce a tiny portion, a sliver of a two-hour piece of video footage and say, okay, jury, you tell me what happened there. You've got to put it into context. Now that it's in context, whether a libel suit, a defamation suit will work, partially depends, and what this lawyer basically is saying is, partially depends on the level of retraction that you issue, whether it's an apology, whether it's I was wrong, now I see the context, I now I understand it differently. It may not be enough to say, well, now the picture is more nuanced, which is all that some of these news mm-hmm. outlets and some of these people involved have said. That may not be far enough. Right. And um, it, it, it's and you can see them weaseling. I think it was I can't remember which outlet it was today it was uh, it might have been. The, it wasn't The New York Times, but it might have been NBC. You know, who who said, well, upon they actually used uh, the verbiage, uh, now that we've seen the extent of the video, it is more complex than we thought. No, that's not a retraction. That That's not that's, a retraction at all. That's right. I, and what I'm hoping for these kids, because uh, I saw today that as soon as Robert Barnes put out that he was willing to offer his legal services for free, a lot of people chimed in and said they would offer PR services. They were offering, hey, set up a GoFundMe page and I will donate. And I thought, you know what, even if, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here with this strategy, I would like to see every individual from Maggie Haberman to Kirsten Powers, who accused them of making some hand signal uh, that that was the equivalent of the N-word against another student. I mean, because they were wrong initially, now they're all double downing. Um, I would like to see Nathan Phillips, who lied himself in various media outlets, on top of the fact that it's now been discovered he lied about being a Vietnam vet. I would like um, all these media outlets uh, to have to defend themselves and suffer the financial price. Even if they, in other words, even if they can't prove the case, prove that there was defamation or libel, I would like to see enough pain put on these reporters and on Nathan Phillips himself that maybe somebody will think twice before they do this again. You know, Andrew, I I would love to think that that's a possibility, but do you remember so many false stories over the years where it's the same movie, we've seen the way this ends. People dig in not so much because of logic, but because of emotion. If you've ever tried to talk a good friend out of who he or she is dating or whether or not they want to go to a particular event, there's so much emotion that's wound up in a story like this that even when proven to be wrong, visually in some cases like this one there's still that that inner almost inability to let go of what you first thought we call this the rorschach test of mm-hmm. of visual when, when you look at videotapes you see what you're predisposed to see because of who you are because of your ideology because of your beliefs sometimes it almost takes a level of deprogramming to actually be shown look there is no way, even though you believe that's probably what would have happened, given your ideas about this group, it's not what happened here. And, you know, I always like to sort of see the, the glasses half full. 
I have been absolutely astonished and amazed and pleased with the amount of people who have absolutely fallen on their swords over the weekend saying, you know what, I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Now that I've seen it, and I only hope they serve as role models to some of the other people that are very emotionally invested in still believing they saw something they didn't. Well, I would like to see, because there, what, what, we've, what we're seeing is a shift. Oh, initially yeah. I was wrong about what, what happened here, and this is something Robert Barnes has confronted people about on Twitter because they're saying, oh, you know, I I was wrong here. However, look at what these kids did over here. Um, The the fact of the matter is they're bigots because they were there trying to deny a woman a right to choose. Okay, so maybe they didn't do this to Nathan Phillips, but they're racist because I saw this supposed uh, nondescript hand gesture. So to me, there's still far too many out there that are continuing to double down, that have not given proper apologies, and worse, continuing to double down and blame these kids. We We even have a priest who came out and said that the kids were wrong and that it was their fault because they were wearing the Make America Great Again hats. And, you know, again, when it comes to to this, I'm disturbed to hear conservatives blaming these kids as though it's somehow their fault because they were wearing these hats. And I really think that we have lost journalism, Wendy. We don't have journalism anymore. Not only do we, and it's even worse than that, we not only are past the point of having propagandists, but we actually have media working to destroy citizens in this country and, and suffering no repercussions. And I and I don't know if you can get into trouble for filing a lawsuit that you know you can't win, just yes. inflict some pain on a reporter. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You no, can't. No, no, no. So you can't file meritless lawsuits. And, you know, you bring up this great point about identity politics. And, well, you know, it's based on the membership in a group, not based on individual action. Within the last couple of weeks, remember we were talking about the, you know, the, the BuzzFeed story last week. When you look at these outlets that claim, they say, gosh, we do all of this fact-checking, we, we do everything we can to make sure we don't report something that's inaccurate. That video of the full two hours, apparently, at least according to reporting, was online. It could have been found. Somebody could have watched it right. before simply entering into a snippet that was misleading. But, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. There are so many great journalists out there that when you have ones that do jump to conclusions, rush to judgment, and then, of course, start this whole Twitter storm, that endangered the lives of these young people. You talk about criminal law. You cannot make criminal threats on or offline. So we've got civil defamation. We've got potential criminal liability if people are making these types of threats. And all wrapped up in all of it is we want to make sure that the journalists not only have journalistic integrity, but that they don't unduly jeopardize the lives and the safety of these young people and their families. So that's why I say I applaud those stations that have said, you know what, we were wrong, we wish we'd done it differently. And I only hope, like I say, they they serve as a a good role model for some of the others. Yeah, I hope so too. We'll keep an eye on this and we'll have to see what happens with these lawsuits. Thank you for covering this, Andrea. Thank you for being here, Wendy Patrick, legal analyst. Appreciate it so much. I'm going to quickly go to the phones. I've got a couple people holding. Joe from San Diego says he has a social comment on social media. Unfortunately, I got to keep it quick, Joe. You got a minute. What's on your mind, my friend? Well, I think we need to put the pressure on them. I mean, they they banned Alex Jones for way. Mm. I mean, like, like they we need to put the pressure on them. Right. If they're sending a precedent to start banning people because you know these people are in danger, they shut down the school. Like this should this should be a red flag. This yeah. should be something we need to hold them responsible to. Absolutely. In fact, uh, thank you for calling because it, I'm flashing on the guy uh, Bar- Barrick Sellers or Baraki Sellers or whatever his name is, who works for CNN, who tweeted about fantasizing punching salmon in the face. 
I mean, you, there's inciting violence going on. That's a threat. He's still on Twitter. Meanwhile, Laura Loomer and Alex Jones have been banned. This man should have been visited uh, by the police department. Joe, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah. Uh, now, Darren from Florida, he says he has a comment on the, the MAGA hats. Hi, Darren. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea. Good evening. Hi. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah, I just tweeted you a little bit ago. Um, yeah, I've worn mine out uh, several times, and I've got a couple of funny looks, but there have there's been no comments or actions taken. Now, I live in the deep south, and, and I know that there are there's different ways of thinking throughout the country, but... Yeah. Yeah, we see none of that down here. Well, I can tell you, um, friend of the show, Reagan Bay, Megan Barth. I think well, I can't remember if it was in Tahoe. She was somewhere with her mother of the holidays a year or so ago, and she was wearing a hat in a bar, and she was assaulted physically, and they attempted to snatch the hat off of her head. Not unlike a teenager in Texas, I think he might have been at a Whataburger. So I think these lefties they like to pick on people that they think. I don't. They, I, I, for some reason, Megan must have been wearing a, a jacket, and they couldn't see the muscles because she actually competes in bodybuilding, um, right. which was kind of stupid on their part. But they think that they're picking people weak. So you're you're probably a big beefy dude, and they're probably too scared. Although you are in the right part of the country, my friend. I'm from the deep south. So yeah, yeah I'm in the, the central part. The central part of old Florida. All right. Uh, yeah, I spent. Corridor. You ever spend so. any time in like de- by way of Destin and Fort Walton Beach in that area? Absolutely. Oh, that's some of the that's, that's the best beaches in the state, if you ask me. Yeah, that's where I spent a lot of my time. So growing up, thank you so okay, much for buddy. calling. Thank you, Darren. All right, now we're going to take a break. We come back. We got another legal analyst coming on the show because guess what today is? Oh, a proud day in America for the left. Forty-six years ago today, Roe v. Wade became the law of the land. And how did the left celebrate it today? Wait till you get a load of this. More Andrew K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Areas Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. Start the new year off right. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. 
Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar panel systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The sexual revolution is marching onward, this time in California's new curricular framework for public education as they draft a new curriculum for the public schools. I downloaded all 1,000 pages, and I can simply say there's a lot to be concerned about here. Just consider the guidelines on gender for third graders. Gender is described as boy, girl, both, neither, trans, genderqueer, non-binary, gender fluid, Gender neutral, transgender, agender, neutroy, bigender, third gender, two spirit, and so it goes. We also have lesson plans on reproductive organs and the argument that they do not necessarily correspond to male and female. You can imagine where this jumps when you're talking about high school students. One more dimension I should note briefly parents in the document are clearly considered more likely to be the problem than the solution. Don't say you weren't warned. I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I'm having such a good time being back from my vacation from last week. Um, but today is kind of a sad day. The left is celebrating today, though, because today is the anniversary, 46 years to the day, of Roe v. Wade becoming law in this country. And how did the the left decide to celebrate this? Well, in New York, they had ready to go, ready to be passed today, the, quote, Reproductive Health Act, which overturns the state's previous limitation on abortion, which was set at 24 weeks. Now, a woman can, quote, abort the pregnancy up until the moment of birth. Let that sink in. You know, the left always wants to tell us that every other Western country this and Western, the rest of the West does this. And we are one of, I think, only three countries in the world that allow for abortion past the point of heartbeat and to allow it up until the child is in the birth canal. It's infanticide. 
Well, a lot of people voted for President Trump because it, his, he was the most, as a candidate, he was the most pro-life president we have ever heard on the campaign trail. And part of what made the left so hysterical about President Trump was his appointees to SCOTUS and whether or not there would come a time in this country, particularly when we have technology showing that it is a child. It's not her body, her choice. It's another human being. So is there an opportunity for SCOTUS to actually get this right? So here to join me to discuss the legal aspects of Roe v. Wade, why this law was bad to begin with, and the likelihood of whether or not it can be overturned in spite of that is Tom DeBocaro. Tom's been on the show many times. He is an attorney, uh, contributor to Forbes magazine, author of many books, including The Divided Era, which is a must-read, as well as a former senatorial candidate. Hey, Tom, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me on. Great to be on. I'm actually uh, now a FoxBusiness.com contributor, and I have a brand new op-ed out on what it's called America, Land of Opportunity or Government. Yeah, well, you know, you wrote a great uh, Facebook post the other day. Congratulations on that contributorship. More people need to hear and read your stuff. Uh, I, I brought you on specifically tonight to talk about Roe v. Wade, but I want to get you back. About that, yeah. yeah, but in the next few days, I want to get you back because you had a Facebook post that had to do with step one here, step two here, step three here about taxes and what happens and, you know, um, to to uh, make the poor people vote for bigger government and higher taxes. But all it does is end up making people poor. So I want to get you back on to talk about that. But let's sure. let's get into Roe v. Wade and why let's this is right in. Yeah. So, tell, tell everybody so, basically what you told me today earlier on the phone. And, and by the way, what I'm telling you is not controversial. It's not particularly conservative. It's this is accepted as to what went on. You know, the Supreme Court is there's a historical maxim that power centralized and people like to grab power. This applies to judges as well. The Constitution does not give the Supreme Court the right to overturn congressional acts. The first big power grab, and I talk about this in the divided era by the Supreme Court, was Marbury versus Madison, where the Supreme Court, under John Marshall, cousin of uh, Thomas Jefferson, decided that they have the right to do this, that the Supreme Court can decide what's constitutional or not. Several times we've had the Supreme Court at the center of massive grabs of power, whether it was the New Deal, whether it was the Civil War. And this particular decision, which follows a number of decisions that found in the penumbras in between the lines of the Constitution, this right to privacy and therefore a woman has a, quote, right to choose. Now, you can make the argument that, as written, as Scalia would say, as written, it doesn't say anything about that. So some have argued over the years that the Supreme Court did a power grab right there, because how could they say this when it's not even anywhere in the Constitution, the right, quote, right to privacy? But as regards to the decision that came out, Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court did something really interesting which is the, they, the decision says, well, let's try it back. They were reviewing the constitutionality of a Texas law that essentially outlawed abortion. And what the Supreme Court should do if they didn't have activist judges 
is decide its constitu- the, the statute as written is constitutional or not. If they find it unconstitutional, in this case, it would have, they would have relied on the notion that it was overbroad, which means it covered too much or didn't allow for an exception, then all the Supreme Court should have done is say, overbroad, the statute is struck down. But that's not what happened. What happened was the Supreme Court decided it was going to tell the world, here's what we would find constitutional. In effect, they said, if a statute molded itself to the tri- this trimester rubric, which we are sa- about to tell you about, then that would be constitutional. In effect, it said that here's the structure we're going to look at going forward. The whole trimester thing, Andrea, doesn't exist anywhere in law. So basically what they did, make sure we we understand. So um, basically, instead of just looking at whether or not the Texas statute was constitutional or not, they decided to start writing legislation around abortion and crafting abortion law. And we're going to say that in the early phases, we're going to start picking which trimester is appropriate where the woman has the power and the woman still has the right. In other words, they're trying to decide when life begins. And then, but if it's later on in, 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 the, in the final trimester and later on in the pregnancy, then the state might have the right to jump in here involving life. So basically, they're crafting law, which is not their place to do so, and they're playing God. That's what they well, did here. Certainly, I, I certainly agree that they're crafting law. In fact, also within the opinion, they talk about the fact they, they use the word vi- viability, and basically they're, they're saying that our decision about there is, quote, the woman's right to choose, which needs to be balanced against the state right and life. And so what they're saying at that moment in time is that what – and it surrounds this viability. And back then, their thought was on trimesters – had an impact on when something, quote, would be viable. Now, you know as well as I know that viability is moving closer and closer to what? Well, to, right now, well, conception. well, right now we've got Democrats passing a law today where fully formed human yes, beings yes. can be murdered. Yes. The next step for the Democrats is post-birth. Oh, because viability yeah, could no, be, well, if the mother's not breastfeeding, the person can die. So, you know, that's still not a viable human being. So we can, we can kill it. So basically what they were doing, not doctors, by the way, a bunch of activists in robes were playing God and deciding what viability, what, what life was worth uh, preserving, now, and that was not their place to do it. To note, it's worthy to note in subsequent decisions, the trimester rubric has been downplayed, and now the discussion relates to viability. Now, where does that leave us? That leaves it to a, a state can pass a law like New York did. It would probably be challenged. I don't have any doubt it will. Uh, on the other hand, their states could pass a law going the other direction, saying fetal heartbeat or some sort of neurological sign, and say after that point, there can't be an abortion. And that would go up to the Supreme Court. And based on the decision 
written in part with Anthony Kennedy, by the way, then the Supreme Court would say could could rule, especially this current makeup of the Supreme Court, that the rule is viability. And we were presented with scientific evidence by the state in question that viability relates to a heartbeat or and therefore we won't step in and interrupt that decision. This is so this is so twisted in this country that this is what's going on in our court system. This, tw- oh, okay, this so twisting I, like pretzels. Right now you can't kill you can't something? kill an egg from a bald eagle. Is that viable? No, but can, so can can I can I say something? Final just, thought. You know, we got mother, thirty we got thirty seconds, Tom. My, my mother was recognized for pro life work by Pope Benedict. If you would have told me in the seventies that there would be a pushback on abortion because technology made abortion more more prevalent now technology is showing why it, it, it it's as bad as it is and i think in, in the years to come with viability i think this will the, the argument will change we're going to lose some here and there but I do think the argument will change. I think so. In fact, you know, um, there, there's no denying that where the left is wanting to take it is just it, it, this is just complete infanticide. Meanwhile, we already know technology shows my husband was born. My 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 mother-in-law was was barely six months pregnant when my husband was born. And that and, and you know, he's not 20. That so was that was bad. technology from many years ago. And he and he is, you know, you know, six feet tall and a couple hundred pounds. So there is no excuse for, for the murder of life with this has been about this is about if you can this is about removing the conscience of a culture this is about killing off america and its culture and what and its judeo-christian values and it has been a pathway by devaluing life you've they've devalued every aspect of our culture and it's partly why we have the more the mass shootings and all this kind of stuff that we have right now there's no value for life and there's no value for our culture and no value for america and our traditional values final thought tom yeah, no, I agree. This is why they're attacking, by the way, because they know another Supreme Court justice is going to be coming. This is why they're attacking Catholics. Uh, this is why they're attacking Christianity. This is why they want litmus tests. Oh, you believe in God? Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, they're going to say this is what Kamala Harris is running for president. This is the kind of thing these people are going to say. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on your new gig. Got to get you back to talk more economy, economic stuff. I mean, Tom can talk about anything. He's that kind of an he's that kind of an attorney and writer and brilliant mind. You're Thank you for being here. I know you had, I know you had a busy day. Thanks for being here, my friend. All right, take care. Okay, bye. All right, now we actually have. When we come back. We actually have a good news story coming out of SCOTUS that I can't wait to tell y'all today. And then we're going to wrap it up partying like it's twenty thirty one. Remember that song from Prince. Yeah, we'll explain that when we get back. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Recently, mortgage rates have fallen dramatically by half a percent from their peak, opening yet another window of opportunity for homeowners to lower their monthly payments, do a cash-out refinance, or consolidate their debts. Extreme volatility in the stock market and expectations of slowing global and U.S. economic growth have pushed bond yields to near one-year lows. Following the big drop in mortgage rates, conforming no-point 30-year fixed mortgage rates now average in the mid-fours, with 15-year rates in the high threes. 30-year VA and FHA rates are in the low fours. Whether you're purchasing a home or refinancing, take advantage of today's lower mortgage rates while they're still available. And don't forget, Aramco now has plenty of easy qualifier loan programs for the self-employed with no tax returns. To learn more, call Aramco today at 800-411-8441. That's 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. Real estate, real solutions for your financing needs. DRE 01853626 and MLS 277316. Not all borrowers qualify. Okay, it seems like the news media are obsessed with Trump news. Larry Elder here. The name calling, the political fighting. And while politics is important, there's more to life, which is another reason I rely on the Epic Times newspaper. With the start of the new year, their mind and body section has a wealth of guidance on improving your health and reducing your stress. They also have an in-depth report on the Federal Reserve in layman's terms showing how it works and how it will affect your personal finances this year. And the news stories are unbiased, giving you facts to make up your own mind. It's the news you want to know without a slant, reporting the important news avoided by the other media. Try the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com. I know you'll like it. The Epic Times, a complete newspaper for a complete life. TrustedNewspaper.com. Money struggles are no fun. If you've got high interest credit card debt, 20, 25, 26% along with your mortgage payments, why not reduce the interest, get rid of the card payments, and save yourself some money? I just showed one client how to save herself $1,000 a month. How about student loan debt? I can help you pay that off through your home loan without the cash out costs. What if you're retired with insufficient income but still making mortgage payments? I can fix that. With enough equity, I'll help you get rid of those mortgage payments once and for all. Call me, Ed Personius. I'll help you save money every month, and I'll get you a great low rate while getting the bank to pay your loan costs. What? A great rate and the bank pays your loan costs? Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Get more money in your pocket every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, rolling into our final segment here. Got a little good news coming out of SCOTUS. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she may still be around, but she didn't take down 
Trump and his transgender ban. Speaking of viability, though, uh, you know, Fox News got in a little bit of trouble the other day because somehow they a meme uh, got posted on Facebook that showed her demise. It basically showed her picture and it said her, you know, um, basically showed she had passed away. Now, I mean, I think we can all, they apologize for it. Um, I don't I don't think it was a Freudian slip. I think clearly, you know, her viability is in question. And I think that that, you know, the graphic artist and the producers are having to get packages ready. Ever wondered why a, a major name like when 41 passed away within hours they had, you know, the hour long specials ready to go? Because, you know, when they know that a big is, you know, approaching, you know, the possibility of of passing, uh, they you know, they're they're doing their they're doing their job. But. Uh, she's still viable because she was one of the decision makers. A 5-4 decision has come down from, from the Supreme Court that cleared President Trump's administration uh, to start barring most transgender people from serving in the military. And a 5-4 decision. She was, one of the, she was one of the dissenters. What had happened was President Trump did what he had the right to do as a commander-in-chief. He put a ban in of, uh, against transgenders. He did it via tweet. Mattis says he didn't know anything about it, but then Mattis did a study, and sure enough, which Mattis, you got to wonder, why didn't he do a study before? The more I learn about Mattis, the more I really don't like that mad dog. you got to be mad, okay, like insane, to really be on board with – to be at the level of military he was and have to do a study and not automatically know how it impacts military readiness. How was somebody supposed to be called up in their unit? Oh, I guess they're not when they're in the hospital recovering from the intensive surgery to have their parts cut off or to have something installed. Or how about affecting the, the, the supply chain when they're out? Oh, we, we can't have as many rations to go to our troops because we've got to have hormone injections. I mean that's the kind of crap that affects it, not to mention the psychological turmoil that is involved for transgenders as they go through the process. It is incredibly medically, financially, and emotionally draining. There is no place for it in the military. You can't have flat feet and get in the military. You can't be transgender and get in the military. But the lower courts, being the activists that they are, decided they were going to put a stop on it. And uh, so then the Trump administration put an appeal into the Supremes. They did not uh, expedite it to hear the cases, but they did. They lifted the injunction from the lower courts. Ultimately, what it means is that those who are already in the military and and transitioning or grandfathered in, anybody who has already transitioned is not going to be allowed in. Anybody who plans on transitioning, not going to be allowed in. This is a win for the U.S. military. You're, you know, if you want to transition as an adult and call yourself Sally Sue or whatever from Stephen, I don't care. That's on you. But there's just no place. I can't go get a job at Home Depot lifting 100 pound, you know, uh, boxes in the back either. There's just some jobs that some people just aren't aren't a fit for, and that's the case here. Um, speaking of being unfit for duty, we got to talk about that. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I wish you guys could see DJ Carrot Sticks doing an impersonation of AOC. I don't know how you can impersonate this kind of craziness. Let's see. Let's see if y'all heard this clip today. We're going to party like it's 2031. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest issue is... Your, your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? Mm-hmm. And, like, this is the war. This is our World War Two, mm-hmm. And <laughs> it, it, I think. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm laughing because it's literally insane. But I should really be crying right now that this woman got elected to Congress. The biggest issue we have is that we got Americans that would vote for her. We got Americans that clapped. 
when she said that. The world's going to end in, in 2012? So DJ Carrot Sticks and I did a little math, and we were dancing around. We're going to party like it's 2031. Do, do, do. 12 years. People clapped at that. That's insane, man. We, we were, Manhattan was already supposed to be underwater. Florida was supposed to be underwater. We're not supposed to have any ice caps left. There has not been one accurate prediction so far from the global warming, warming people. She pulls this number out of her hiney, out of her bun maybe, at the back of her hair, and people clapping at that. And then where she says, this is our World War II? Talk about spitting in the face of the greatest generation that saved this world from Nazism and the 12 million Jews that died at the hands of Hitler. And she is referring to climate change as our World War II, or maybe she doesn't even maybe she doesn't even realize World War II happened. Maybe she's maybe she's thinking that's yet to come. I don't know where the insanity is because Bob Walters and I have talked about the, how bad our education system is, how we don't teach history anymore. First, well, well, they teach revised history. First, they separated our students from actual history. Then they started revising it with their anti-American crap uh, that America's bad and evil the evil force for the world. And then, of course, they're revising history in terms of science by telling kids that there's no such thing as gender. Bob's going to be on the show tomorrow night, by the way. We're going to be talking about the L.A. strike that happened. You know, we got these teachers up in L.A. voting for open borders and then complaining that they got overcrowded classrooms. So we're going to talk about what happened there. And uh, we're also going to pick up the discussion about what's been going on with the Mueller investigation and these FISA warrants because there's breaking news there. Uh, DJ Carrot Sticks and I will be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.